Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Okay, I'm so excited to be here today with Sammy Handler, the founder and artist of Kicks by Sammy. And Sammy, thank you so much for coming on today, first of all. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Excited to talk with you. Me too. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to start by hearing just more about your business Um well, hearing about your business at all. <laughs> I know we were just kind of chatting um, beforehand and I and I already had like three questions come up just in terms of like how you run your business and things like that. So tell us, first of all, what is Kicks by Sammy and kind of what that what does it look like? How do you how do you run this business? Yeah. So just a little background on me. I'm Sammy. I'm the artist and founder of Kicks by Sammy. I'm 26 years old and we're based in New York City. So Kicks by Sammy is basically your one-stop shop for all things customized products and accessories for really any age, gender, or milestone. So we sell my hand-drawn designs on a variety of customizable products. So you're able to really go to my website, pick one of our hand-drawn designs, then pick an accessory, and then personalize it really with any name, initials, or phrase. And as our printed products started to grow, a lot of corporate clients started reaching out and loving our unique design. So we're now able to collaborate artistically with a bunch of corporate companies for promotional products, murals, events, and so much more. Amazing. So did it start out as mostly shoes? I have to ask because it's called Kicks. Yeah, right? Okay. exactly. So I'll give a little background. So that's usually the okay. first question people ask. So I actually started the business, well, it was more of a hobby in 2013, which was my end of my senior year of high school. And it was the summer going into college. So I was super excited to go to school. I had always loved art and I was trying to find cool spirit wear in the market to have for college since I was going to a big 10 school, which had a lot of football games and basketball games. I wanted cool, fun spirit wear. And there's really nothing unique in the market. And since I always loved art and usually just would customize my shoes in class at Sharpies and doodle over my Converse, I found an old pair of Keds in my closet. And I was like, this would be a fun idea to make them for college. So I started doodling them with all different Maryland designs and different fun doodles. So I ended up posting them on social media and it kind of all spiraled from there with people requesting shoes first to start with family and friends. And then it grew to friends of friends and then strangers and people all wanted a pair of kicks by Sammy painted shoes. So that summer I started selling them and making money and it all continued to grow from there. And now it's expanded into so much more than what I thought was uh, my freshman year of college when I was just painting shoes. Oh my God, that's amazing. You So it literally started before you even got to college, basically. Yeah, just as a fun hobby. I thought nothing about it. My friends just shoot it out. Why don't you just call it Kicks by Sammy, make an Instagram account, make a website so people could buy some custom shoes from you. Not thinking anything more that'd be my full-time career in the future. Right. And how did you, so, oh my gosh, I have so many questions. Were you going to <laughs> school for something art-related or business-related, by the way, or anything like that? Yeah. So actually in high school, I was basically focused on being an athlete. Like I love soccer, track, tennis, 
So I kind of put art on the back burner when I was younger, but I'd always been so passionate about it and would doodle in a journal and just took some AP like art classes throughout high school, but nothing really extreme or like any after school activities. So when I was headed to college, I didn't really think of art being a career. I thought it was just more fun hobby on the side. So I went to college as a psychology major. And then as Kicks by Sammy grew throughout college, I realized I had loved what I was doing and wanted to start learning how to scale a business. So that's when I took on a business minor in entrepreneurship innovation. So that was really what opened my eyes to entrepreneurial journeys. And I would just take some art classes throughout college as like electives, but it wasn't my major. So I'm basically self-taught. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I love when it just happens so naturally like that too. And I feel yeah, like it was super organic. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how everything just started to evolve on its own. I feel like that's the best kind of business though, because that means, you know, it came from just something that's, that just made sense. Like it wasn't like you were forcing it. It's not like you're like, okay, I want to start a business, but I don't know what, like, I hate when I see people say that, like I, I, cause I think I feel so strongly that like you need to be passionate about the thing before you turn it into a business. And like, not that everything that you're passionate about has to be a business either, which is a different conversation. But I think that that is like so often the way to actually make something be successful rather than like being like, oh, I want to start a business. What should I do? And like, I feel like that's a backwards way of going about it when it's something that you just happen to love. You happen to obviously be great at it and people want to buy it from you. It's like, that's the sweet spot, right? Yeah. So I always tell like younger kids also when they ask me, I'm like, when you're young, just dabble in different things that pique your interest because mm -hmm. at first art wasn't it for me, but I always had practiced it on the side and just did it for myself. And throughout like my younger years, I would try different things that piqued my interest. And it really just kind of organically gives you something to maybe turn into a business one day because when you're younger, it's the time to really experiment with different things that could uh, interest you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so what was it like having just gotten this started when you also just got to college? Like, and how did that, how did that look for those years that you were in college? Obviously like balancing both, balancing both of those, like having a new business and yeah. obviously being in college at the same time. So when I first got to college, I didn't know if it was going to continue. I thought it was like my summer like job basically. And then when I got to school and I started wearing them around campus, people would come up to me. And then I remember like the local college magazine and newspaper asked to do like an article on me. And then, so it kind of just organically started to like expand. I realized that people actually had interest and thought it was super cool. So that's when I obviously started like the Instagram and website and slowly started to get followings from all over the country and it wasn't just college anymore people were requesting for birthday gifts for obviously everyday wear for weddings and stuff like that so this the shoe part of the business slowly started to expand on its own and of course it was super busy at first the good part was that with this business when I first well hobby I guess when I first created it was that I knew that I didn't have a lot to invest in it in the beginning because obviously I was a college student so all I had to do at first was just buy the markers and I told customers that they had to ship me shoes. Mm. So immediately I was just making a profit. So throughout my first two years of school, I really was just saving all that money. And that's when I took on business and realized that I now had money to start reinvesting to the business on thinking about ways to actually scale it. Wow. And so, yeah, that was, that's exactly what I was going to ask about is 
when and how did you start to scale it? And when it's something as personal as like your art, like how could you have, do you have people now who help you actually create the products or what does that look like? Or what kinds of support were you able to bring on when you first started growing more and needed to whatever, whatever that looks like? Like, do you have other team members and how does that work? Yeah. So basically it was about, it's like my end of my junior year, beginning of senior year where in my business classes, I was like, okay, this is what I'm thinking about a full-time career. And I was like, I can see cakes by Sammy being my full-time job, but I just don't see the vision being sneakers one, because it was so time consuming to hand paint each pair. And it was, as you were saying, it's a very personalized process, but I did love the idea that I was using my artwork and that people felt like they were getting something that was one of a kind. Mm -hmm. So that's when I had the idea to use my artwork as more of templates. So I still was hand drawing something, but then I was computerizing it so that Mm -hmm. it could be mass produced and printed on different products. And I first came to the idea of doing accessories more because one clothing requires stock and sizing. And I wanted to be able to change my designs pretty often and launch new collections. So I knew accessories would be easier to do that with. And I decided to do it more of a drop ship model since I love the idea of having a personalized element. So basically how that works is I, let's say I had five designs to start. And for like what I knew was sleepaway camps with summer camps. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my customers for shoes were campers. So I was about like 10 to 12 years old. So I began with doing different kind of camp designs and I did it on blankets, pillows, and like towels to start so that people could go to my website, pick one of their favorite designs, and then they could still personalize it with either their first name or their cat name or like a fun phrase. So they still felt like they were getting something that was a bit personal. Um, but I wasn't hand drawing all of it. So once the order came in, all we had to do was switch out the name or phrase and it would send it to production. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a way that we began to scale it and to make it so I wasn't hand painting each thing, but they were still getting a piece of art and they were still getting something personal. Wow. And I mean, I have to ask, cause I just have no idea how you would even begin. How did you like, <laughs> you had to look at you, like you knew this was possible. Obviously you had to kind of look into what kind of computer programming or whatever would or what's the word I'm looking for like a design program that could like upload that stuff yeah Yeah, so I learned like the basics of graphic design um from just like extra college courses that I took on also YouTube is great like even now since I'm not really like fully trained in all the Adobe programs if I just have a question like I type something specifically in YouTube and it it pops up which is just crazy it's such a great resource so if I don't know something I'm really able to find it pretty, um, instantly. Mm -hmm. So I self-taught myself like Adobe. And then I actually had a family friend who was, um, really good with all of the programs. So luckily like during school break, she would let me come over and just teach me a few things. So that really helped, um, build my skills with um, all the programs. So that was great. And then obviously just researching manufacturers, the same thing was just networking with people in the business, people who did promotional products and slowly like doing trial and error on different products that I liked. And that could also like do the model that I wanted to do. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you were able to basically scale a lot without having to bring on any other help or at least not much because you could sell a lot more 
with a lot less yeah. time actually like creating artwork I mean eventually I do want someone to help me with just updating like personal names as order come through because I'm still fulfilling every order at this time okay. um, but definitely something I still obviously want to be the creator of this, the design templates but um, I easily can bring someone in just a simple graphic designer who can help fulfill orders so that's definitely next steps on being able to get um, more orders in yeah oh my gosh so okay so wait you said this started in 2013 so you graduated yes. like in did you graduate in like 2017 okay so you kind of yeah. did it all through school and then it's yeah it's been several years since then too that you've just been kind of growing it and growing it since then yeah so basically after I graduated was when I obviously started all the personalized printed products and then that's also when I started like the corporate end of my business because I had no clue that even existed until my first project which was so lucky I landed um my the fall after I graduated so that was in 2017 and it was I got reached out by a company called CBRE which is a huge real estate company and they envisioned my artwork blown up on their empty lease buildings to attract wow buyers to their buildings. Um, so I did about a 12 foot by 12 foot. It was like a window installation. I did two in Chicago and two in Miami. So that was kind of the first time my artwork was seen on a larger scale. And I visited all the locations and saw um, people taking pictures in front of it. I had my signature on it. It was really cool. And that's kind of when it started. People realized that I had so many different uses for my designs that weren't just on my products, but working with other clients as well. Mm -hmm. And so how did, do you know how they first reached out to you? Like had they, they had just seen your other stuff. They knew somebody who knew your products or something and then just thought it was worth seeing. Yeah, it was really, it was really all like networking with like family, friends and friends of friends to, um, show my work to them obviously because obviously the more you network the more people then show it to someone else so that's what I've learned honestly throughout my time with the corporate end it's all networking and getting in touch with the right people and kind of sharing the vision with them um so that's how that first began and then it slowly expanded to doing like a promotional blanket with NBC and then to doing um some murals with JCK which is in Las Vegas which is a huge jewelry convention and all these other different fun collaborations with my art. Wow. I just love how it's like, that's so different (laughs) in a lot of ways from what you started with. And again, how it just kind of like, seems like it just flows into like the next stage of your business and, and you can just find new ways to keep it interesting and like keep yourself busy, like with new ideas and new opportunities. I love that. Yeah, I kind of keep evolving because I think the fun part about like collaborations is one, it helps you build new customers and followers and other like I love to work with other like like minded brands. So Mm -hmm. if we have similar missions or another female entrepreneur, I love collaborating with them um, and helping to both build our network and kind of create something really unique together. Um, I mean, a few months ago, I worked with another artist who's L.A. based and she does all these amazing um, popsicle sculptures and we both had been following each other commenting on each of our posts and I reached out to her I'm like I think I can paint some stuff on your sculptures and it could be a really cool collab and we have launched two since the first one sold out really in two minutes so it was so fun to kind of create art together and build both of our skills and put them together 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. So what does, what does your life look like right now? Like, how does this work? Do you spend like all day kind of like uh, updating your artwork, creating the designs? What does that day-to-day look like? Um, every day is really different, which is, I guess, is fun being an entrepreneur. I mean, there's always stuff to be done. I always tell people. So sometimes I love to like block different days or half days to different things. I mean, every day, usually in the morning, I'm fulfilling orders from the day before. So obviously things that come through my website, blanket orders, towels. So I constantly have to be fulfilling those to keep up. Um, and not get behind. And then some days I'll have like design days and dedicate if I'm feeling, it also has to be days that I'm feeling super creative. So Mm -hmm. if I'm working on a new collection, designing that it could be doing social media and creating content. Um, another day could be working on a collaboration. So every day is really different. And I try to just plan a little bit of advance. So if like I have a due date for a specific project to map that out, Mm -hmm. um, Otherwise, just kind of blocking out different days based on categories. And basically, I'm doing everything at the moment besides PR and marketing. And then I have someone with helping with operations of like getting this, like the goods out. And then like interns with like helping with um, social media content and marketing content, stuff like that. So basically everything else I have to keep track of and be on top of. So I have to kind of block out different days to do that. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do, you work, do you work from home? I assume. Yeah. So currently I have a separate home office. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a dedicated space and yeah, that's like the hard part about being in New York city also is finding a space that one is affordable yeah. and two is big that could fit. So right now I have like space for one or two interns um, okay. to come in with me. So I usually have that throughout the year. Yeah, that's literally what I was thinking about when you said, <laughs> um, when you said you live in New York, I was like picturing if yeah. you could have space for like a separate, like a separate bedroom for an office or something like that, or to keep stock. But I, I know it sounds like you do mostly the drop shipping. So you're not like keeping boxes. Yeah, I usually have. Yeah, that's like the good part too. Um, I obviously like my office is basically kind of like a showroom of everything. So I Samples of a bunch of products, collabs I've worked on, art pieces hanging up everywhere. Um, I have actually on my Instagram a little like tour. Obviously, it's not that big. It's New York City, but um, it's a little bedroom as an office. Um, and it's it was fun to show everyone as I was putting it all together. I'll have to take a look. So, yeah. So I've got to ask, did you keep, I mean, did you, like by the time you graduated college, were you like making like a full-time income from this? Like this was enough to sustain to sustain your lifestyle basically by the time you graduated or what did that look like? Um, I wouldn't say it was enough to sustain a lifestyle like that I would live now or back then. Like it definitely wasn't. Um, I definitely saved enough to start putting it back into the business to start like manufacturing and stuff like that. So basically like my, for like over a year I lived with my parents, thank God, after I graduated. So it gave me time to really focus on the business and save up that whole year um, to also see if the business was going to take off. And luckily, because since I was doing mainly the sneakers all throughout college, I didn't know when I transitioned to all the principal products. I didn't realize all the corporate work was going to come in if it was going to succeed. So I really needed that year to test out what I was transitioning to and to see if it was going to work and if my followers that I currently had were going to respond as I hoped they would. Right. Um, 
So that was a great year to really figure out, to think more of a business plan and how I wanted to keep expanding. And that's when I also started like new collections. And that first year is when um, some customers were like, I love your designs. You sell them as baby gifts. And I had never, when I was young, so I never really thought about that market. And now our baby collection is our top selling collection. Really? Yeah. So we do so many baby gifts throughout the year. Um, blankets, hooded towels, birth pillows, art, and all of that stuff. So it's a crazy market to be in. Wow, cool. And again, it was just kind of like existing customers being like, oh, can you do this? And you're like, okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, like, yeah t- let's test it out. Let's see how people respond. Um, and it blew up. So it was amazing. And I love, that's also like a big part about the business. I love the interaction with social media. Um I like to be the face of the brand and for people to think that they're shopping, um, not only just a product, but a person. So I love to like interact and get their feedback. And obviously there's a million one opinions, but to think about the the opinions that really seem to be repetitive and that people want to see in our business and to try to incorporate it into a new collection or a new design, um, because obviously the customer is super important to us and their experience with our um, brand as well. That's what I was just going to ask too, is, is how do you have that? Like, where does that communication come from? But it sounds like it's mostly like social media. People comment on stuff or message you with like what they want or. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Cause like, since I was doing the sneakers, a lot of our followers have really been with us throughout the whole evolution of the brand. So I feel like we've really created a community and a really loyal customer base. So anytime we launch something new, they want to have it. And we also seem to hit on like every milestone now with our product. So people who first like buy our baby gifts and move to birthday gifts and summer camp gifts to college to wedding and so much more. So we really try to hit every milestone in life so that a customer is continuously with us. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that's amazing. That's the best, right? Is an existing customer just keep coming back to buy more and you don't have to keep finding more customers. I mean, obviously you still want to keep finding more customers, but do you feel, (laughs) do you feel like most of your customers do come through social media? Like, is it because you, like you have these like, um, Oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you have this account that's reaching a lot of people and then people are commenting on it and excited by it and more people are finding you that way. Or is there other, any other kind of, I guess, marketing or proactive kind of sales funnel or whatever that you use to, to bring in more people? So a lot of it is social media, which is honestly great. Basically free marketing. I mean, Instagram, TikTok, being on Pinterest, all Mm -hmm. different ways that different audiences can see you and search for you. Um, And then of course, word of mouth, just having a good review, having a good customer experience. Um, I've really seen that by someone shipping like a gift to, let's say, um, California to Texas to Missouri. I mean, we now have got hit every state. So by someone receiving a gift there and loving the gift they got, then they become a customer and start to get people in their area to um, learn about Kicks by Sammy. So I've really seen that chain effect um, with the gift giving specifically. Um, And also, what was I going to say before? Now I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So honestly, just word of mouth has been crazy good. for our business and obviously social media, but now what's great is on social media, you can do promote ads and stuff like that. So obviously promoting Facebook ads and um, Instagram ads has been a huge help because you're able to target your market. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, it's so true. It's, it's like such giftable, such giftable products that once, and what I like, what I love about that is, is I love to find a place that has gifts. I know I can go to for like any kind of main thing I would need gifts for, and then not have to like think about it ever again. (laughs) Like Exactly. So yeah, I was going to say, so a lot of like people that um, are our customers are like have friends all over um, the United States and they're like, oh, like they always either forget to send a gift and then feel bad or like send a check and it's nothing personal. So now you're literally able to go for like basically any milestone on our website, ship it directly to them, have a gift note and it's done. You don't have to think about it again. So it's like basically a click of a button and you get a really cool personalized gift. Yeah. And like, I feel like, you know, just from like a business standpoint, people are willing to spend more money if it's like a gift versus like mm-hmm. buying something for themselves sometimes. So, and a lot of times people have like the same kind of gift all the time that they need to be getting. Like, as you said, with like a baby gift, it's like, once you know of a great baby gift, you can just kind of get the same thing. But as you said, like still have it be different and personal for each one, which is even better. But like, that's your go-to spot for anytime you need to send someone a baby yeah. gift, which is going to happen. It's also fun because with our designs, we're, we're basically adding new ones or changing them out throughout every year, every year and a half, depending wow. on the collection. So you really do get like a new take. So if this is your go-to gift, you'll have new options and other ideas that you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really always trying to change it up so you're not obviously stuck with the same thing for every year. Okay, let's take a quick break. I wanted to take a minute to share a tip for other business owners. Gusto is a refreshingly easy payroll benefits and HR platform used by more than 200,000 businesses and 7,000 accounting firms nationwide. I've been using Gusto for my PR agency for the last couple of years and it makes keeping track of everything so simple. They do everything for you. You just have to plug in the numbers every you know pay period and you're good to go. I actually think you can even have that be automated depending on how you have things set up. So if you're looking for a simple solution for your business's payroll and benefits, check out Gusto. How do you come up with all of these ideas? Like, how do you, how do you get, are you just like always finding inspiration for new ideas? Like is where, how do you, this sounds so creative. So basically for like, I mean, for example, for like the baby gifts, when I, when I was looking in the market, like, for example, all the blankets were like the classic, like either like stars or hearts or something like very simple and boring and classic, which is great if that's what the person wants, but I want to kind of do a different take on it and make them like basically a piece of art that you're receiving, but as a product. Um, so I would look up nursery inspiration. I would look up um, other products in the baby industry, see what people are interested. I would obviously take polls on our social media and kind of tie together every different aspect of my research and see what's missing and what could be really cool as um, a design for let's say a nursery or a kid's bedroom something that really pops and stands out and that they'll want to keep for years um, so we really try to obviously look at different um, options in the industry that kind of are missing and to take a creative twist on all of them mm-hmm. cool so, yeah I mean I'm always researching I'm always trying to just think of fun ideas but I, I love the creative element of like this business, obviously, since that's really my strong suit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you think that, like, where do you, do you have any ideas for what's going to happen in the next couple of years? I know it sounds like things just kind of keep organically growing based on what happens and what people are requesting. And maybe it's hard to anticipate that, but is there anything that you're already like kind of expecting to try to grow towards in the next couple of years? I mean, I actually just want to expand the business, obviously, just hiring more people and having people handle obviously different parts of the operations of this whole business. Cause I can't do it all myself. Mm -hmm. I'm hitting that point where I'm handling way too much and it's getting overwhelming. So in the future, in the next year or so, I want to have obviously someone for like brand partnerships, having someone for marketing, obviously social media, obviously there's a million different parts of the business. So having someone um, focus on each element like that. And we also have a whole wholesale business. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously having someone being on top of all of that. And then obviously I would love to create more different departments, departments for the business. So have just KBS home, KBS baby, KBS corporate, mm-hmm. um, and having someone run each element. Cause right now we're doing it all, but it gets overwhelming if you do too much. So we have to start to focus on specific collections. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you just have you have so much, you have so much on the website, like so many different products, so many things yeah. going on. I can only imagine. I honestly had no idea that it was mostly just you when I first looked yeah. into it, <laughs> which I feel like is it's tiring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but also like I think that's kind of, I mean, it's pretty cool to you obviously are doing a lot of things right to be able to do all this and, and to have it, yeah, I don't know, just like come across. So like, there's just a lot that you're offering, (laughs) you know, it's not like, it's not like, oh, she's making a pair of shoes. It's like, there's so much stuff. I assume. I actually barely do the shoes anymore, which is crazy. Um, obviously if I have a loyal customer who I've done with, worked with in the past, um, I will do a pair for them, but I usually maybe do like very few spots per month. Um, if any, it depends if it's like my super busy time of year. So it kind of also makes that a little bit more exclusive. So if you've got one, it's kind of cooler, I guess. Um, also if you have, I know so many people who have like originals and they're like, we need to frame these. This is crazy. Like we have these from 2013 where you just did this for fun in like your kitchen. Oh my God. Um, So it's kind of crazy. Collectors editions now. I still have my very first pair. Wow. That's so cool. So yeah, how do you balance like your life and work? How do you turn off or whatever at the end of the day? Can you? I know that's so hard for so many of us <laughs> who uh, whose lives are their business and business is their life. I know. So that's like obviously the issue. I mean, when I was first starting, um, it was hard to kind of realize when to shut off. And it's really hard since we have our phones, not constantly be checking your work email Mm -hmm. or to go on obviously all my social media pages. So there's usually I'll try like for like a Saturday, for example, to kind of cut off, maybe answer some emails in the morning when I first wake up, get some work done if I have to. Um, and then kind of just shut off for a day because also since I'm the creative aspect of this business, when you're really overwhelmed and tired, you really can't be creative. So there always needs to be at least a day of rest to be able to recoup, get your creative juices flowing and to not feel exhausted and obviously have time for friends and to do things. And then Sunday, obviously, if I have something going on, I'll go and do it. But 
Uh, most Sunday nights I'll take working again. Um, it really depends on the week and what I'm working on. Um, I mean, I'm, the hard part is you're constantly working. You're always feeling like you have to answer that message you just got that pops up. It just feels like you're on 24 seven, um, which is sometimes hard to cut off, but I've learned throughout the years that you need time to, uh, disconnect and to really focus on other parts because you'll go crazy if you don't. Um, yeah. But yes. A lot of times I am spent working. Yeah. And, but you're in like New York city and you're young, right? You're still, what are you like 20, yeah, I'm 26, 26 yeah. now? Oh my gosh. So, so I mean, you get to get out and like, I, I, what is that? I guess what's happened like in the last couple of years with like, like, do you have entrepreneurial friends or are your friends all like working full time in an office? And they're like, Oh my gosh, Sammy, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, what is that? So like? that's, that's also been a really hard part. So most of my friends have like corporate jobs. So, um, your typical nine to five, obviously some work a lot more than that. Um, so sometimes they're like, oh, you can come like on vacation with me and just do this. Like, you don't have to work. So I'm like, no, just because I set my own hours doesn't mean I can't not work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I need to like re-explain that to them, um, that I can't always just take that day off. Obviously, for all of you, I'll take some vacation. I mean, it's not really a vacation since I'm usually doing some work, but um, I kind of have to like reiterate that owning your own business doesn't mean I can do whatever I want. So I still have to be on top of myself or money won't be coming in or I won't be able to grow the business. So it just, it's really hard when other people aren't entrepreneurs, it's really hard to relate to and understand. Um, So I definitely have made friends that are entrepreneurs and understand it better. And it's good to talk to someone about it um, and kind of talk about your like struggles and things that they can relate to. Um, So it's definitely, it's good to have like a mix. Yeah. How did you It's really hard to relate to if you're not in the space? Definitely. Yeah. I found the same thing, like starting, I started my business really young too. And just like, couldn't really relate to anyone else (laughs) after a little while or they couldn't relate to me or like, you know, it's, yeah, it's just so different, but I think that's great to be able to kind of consciously or, or however you came across like other entrepreneurial women to, hang out with and, and have those conversations with. I think that's really valuable. Yeah. It's also like a great thing to like network and to meet new people um, mm-hmm. and to understand their business as well, because you never know um, connections in the future or something a skill that they learn that they may be able to uh, teach you or explain to you. So it's always good to continue to meet new people. Yeah. I mean, you've mentioned connections like a lot and I agree. That's like huge. Do you feel, is that like what you would say is one of the biggest things that has led to the success of your, of your business or, or is there something else that you think has been kind of like your number one thing that has allowed you to become successful? Yeah. I mean, I think that's something that's super important. Um, even when I was in college, I wasn't sure if KXICMA is going to be my full-time career. So I had an internship my sophomore year that summer um, with a graphic design company um, just to learn more about graphic design and creating different marketing content. So that was great experience. And then I was also running Kicks by Sammy that summer. So it's so funny. Sometimes they'd ask me to bring in shoes and like I could do it there and also be doing work for them. So they were able to see me in uh, the process. So that was always funny. And then the summer after I actually interned for a company called Therese, which, um, is an athleisure brand, which obviously has expanded since, um, 
I was there in like 2015. So I was able to like get a taste of all the different aspects of running a business. And it's also a female um, owned business. So that was great um, to learn about running a business and all the different aspects. So I learned a lot that summer as well. And then also was doing the shoes. So I was able to tie them both together. Um, and I even made shoes for people like in the office. So mm-hmm. I made like thank you gifts and it was just, it was cool. Um, they were able to spread the word as well. Um, so that helped me those summers to learn um, different skills. And then throughout when I was really realizing that I wanted to take Kicks by Sammy full time, I didn't really know the direction I wanted to take it in. So I started meeting with um, different friends of friends. I would have people connect me with someone in PR and marketing. I would have someone connect me with someone in promotional products, someone to connect me with someone in licensing. I had no clue if these were going to be valuable to me, but I knew that it was great to hear um, their journey and what they do. Um, so I could see if it was going to be something that I want to dabble in, or maybe something I would end up doing in the future. So it's been really, um, beneficial to meet with different people in different industries um, throughout the years and to learn about their journey as well. Yeah. I mean, that sounds so smart, like for, especially for while still in college or a young professional to just like have that forethought and also the like, I don't know, the wherewithal to like reach out to those kinds of people or to ask. Oh, I was always nervous. People, yeah. People also realized I was always nervous. I was always Mm -hmm. scared to go in and but I, yeah, I knew I had to do it. Um, that's so smart. So, yeah. And I always, I mean, a lot of people like ask like a piece of advice and I always just say that you're going to, you're going to fail if you um, start your own business. It doesn't mean you're going to fail with the whole business, but there's going to be different aspects where you just fail and you have to get used to it and you can't let it bring you down and you have to continue um, to go for it and just learn from your mistakes. Yes, that's so true. Like failing, you're going to fail in certain aspects. It doesn't mean you're going to fail. Like the whole thing is a failure. I think that's, that's so true. It's like not everything you do is going to be right or going to work out perfectly on the first try, but that doesn't mean the business itself is a failure. Yeah. I mean, it's also really hard. We were kind of talking about this before, but with like just work-life balance. Um, it's really hard since like I'm the face of my business to not take things like super personally. Like if I don't get a deal or if I get, let's say like a bad customer service email or something like that, um, to just realize that it's not a personal dig at me, it's business. And I have to learn to deal with that. They're not saying I'm a bad person. They're not saying I'm not kind. Um, it's just how business goes and not everything's going to be a hundred percent rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I always ask people at the end, what's one thing you wish you had known more about when you first started your business? So is that what you, is that what you would say? Or do you have another answer for that? I mean that too, but also like, don't be really like afraid of the unknown. I feel like when I was going into it, I was, I was just so nervous and didn't know if I should go for it, do this or do that. But if you have a vision and you have an idea, just go for it. Um, Mm -hmm. you really never know where it will take you. I mean, that's my whole business. I didn't know that just painting a pair of shoes would lead me to where I am today. So if you have even a small idea, test it out, see where it takes you. Um, you really don't know the possibilities. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think that it's so, it's very inspiring. (laughs) Like you've just kind of like gone with the flow, but like, obviously it's a a ton of hard work, but you've just like made it, 
it just really seems like you were like, let me give it a try. Like, let me just do this. And like, you just did it and you made it work. So I think that's so, so cool. Yeah. I really had no clue that it would become (laughs) this. It's so crazy. Especially when I was a freshman and sophomore. But I feel like there also was like, like, as you said, like, I feel like it's worth pointing out that as you said, like you were also really proactive in all of the things you did, whether it was, you know, taking some of those graphic design classes in college while you had access to like those kinds of learning opportunities or asking people to connect you with other people like in other industries or people who might be able to somehow help you or help the business, like all, all of those things, like you say them so nonchalantly, but I feel like, you know, there was intention behind what you're doing. And so even though the business itself kind of like, it almost feels like it just like happened, but I feel like it happened for you because you were the kind of person who actually did make things happen. Kind of. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I always tell people I was not the straight A student at all all like test taking and getting good grades is really hard for me, but I was always one of the hardest workers in the room. So that's like the difference. I always say, like, don't let a grade define you, especially when you're like younger in high school, as long as you're trying super hard. Cause sometimes that stuff doesn't come easy for people. Um, so I just want to remind people that it doesn't define success. Yeah. I love that. Is there, is there any, any other last words that you want to share with other entrepreneurs as they're going along their journey alongside you? Oh my God, just keep hustling. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about it. You got to just keep grinding. Um, it's all about grit. So, yeah. All about grit. Cool. Is there anything else that you want to share about anything about yourself, the business, what you're doing, anything else? I mean, if you want to shoot us a follow, um, it's at Kicks by Sammy. So S-A-M-M-Y. Um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, it's all the same. And then if you want to shop or buy any gifts, it's kicksbysammy.com. So yeah, you can go choose a follow, go check out our website, um, reach out to us. We'd love to connect. Yeah. So um, as of right now, it's, it. it's pretty much you on the other end of the Instagram account. Like if somebody messages on there. Yeah. People love that. People always ask me, like, am I talking to Sammy? And I mean, you're most likely talking to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Unless it's an intern, but it's usually me. Right. And if it's an intern, then like you're at least going to see it later that day or. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'll still be involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So I love that aspect of the business and um, getting to know all the customers. So that's always fun for me. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah. Hopefully people will message you, reach out, buy some cool gifts. I love it. I can't yeah. wait to see what else you end up doing in the next couple of years. I just feel like it, there's going to be so much more from you. So. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen so you won't miss the next episode. And leave a review on iTunes so other people will be able to find us easily. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.